looking good lookings welcome back to the 28 days of self-love this is your kind of well kind of toxic mainish bringing you another episode of wellish and today is day 20 can you believe that we're already on fucking day 20 literally where did february go i just like want to know <laughs> i i feel like it was just like new year's and then suddenly it's almost march like <laughs> what And that's why you can't hesitate on these opportunities to love yourself in the best way possible because look how quickly time flies, right? Like you're losing good time that you could be using to love yourself more. So there's no better day to start than today, ishies. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That was disgusting. Just so you know. Um, What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about learning your needs. In my life, (laughs) the things that I do fluctuate so fucking much. Like I try new things constantly. I see something new and I try to do that. I different styles, different ways of carrying myself, different routines. I, I just like I change up what I'm doing so often or I change the way that I look at things so often that it kind of makes my brain get a little scrambled and a little out of control when I'm trying to love myself. Because if there's so many things going on, and I'm not saying obviously, obviously you are allowed to change and like new things. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is, is that if you're constantly fluctuating and all over the place and can't really nail down what your needs are in order to be happy and feel full, you're not really going to be able to love yourself to the fullest because what are you specifically loving? What are your needs that need to be met by other people, by yourself? There's nothing wrong with so much fluctuation as long as you have your basic needs nailed down. If you can think about what it is that you need out of life, what you need out of your friends, what you need out of your significant other, your family, your fucking self, it's going to be a lot easier to deal with all of the fluctuation that comes in your life because there's going to be a specific way that you go about things. One of my least favorite feelings is feeling out of control, but in a sense of like knowing how to behave in situations, I guess. I feel like I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to act in order to impress other people or make them like me. And I never take the time to think about what it is that I need out of people. I feel like if I put a little bit more focus on trying to decide what I need in a relationship, I would be able to have a little bit more control on the way I conduct myself and love myself more for understanding my needs. I have a friend who's currently dating around and she likes constant communication with somebody. And some people might say that that is intense and too much and you shouldn't always have to text somebody or always be talking to somebody or always be around somebody because it is like that level of like what we in our generation now call clingy like being in communication with the person that you're interested in. In my opinion, it is more than normal, but that's my opinion and my version of normal. She, I very much am always 
impressed by her with this that she knows her needs. She knows that in a relationship, she needs a person that's going to constantly be communicating with her compared to a person that isn't the best texter. And I think that it's really important and really cool that she knows what she needs so that she can specifically look for people that will give that to her in her life and doesn't keep the people around that don't satisfy those needs for her. Now, that's something that in her specific example, that's just for significant others. She doesn't really require that out of friends. I have a separate friend who does require it out of her friends and not so much her significant other. Same thing. So it's kind of nailing down and taking time with yourself to think about what it is that is most important to you and what, again, makes you feel the most happy and full and searching and seeking that out in the people in your life. Because if you can nail down what those needs are, you're going to be happy with the people in your life and it's going to allow you the openness, I guess I want to say, to fully focus on yourself and love yourself because the people in your life aren't going to be causing you all of this mental turmoil because you'll have people in your life that fit your needs. It also is going to help you love yourself more because it's going to help you know yourself more. And once you know yourself more and start acting on the things that will make you love yourself to the fullest, because once you know yourself and you start taking action on the things that you need that represent who you are, it's going to make you feel more steady and in turn more proud of the person that you are. It's not going to cause that out of control fluctuation of, oh, I don't know, what did you do? And I don't know how to act and I don't know if this person likes me and I don't know if this, like it's gonna take the focus off of yourself and the way that you're behaving and put it on to the other people in your life, focusing on what you want out of people and what you want out of them. And then you have to respect that in the vice versa. You have to be able to be okay that other people have the right to decide whether or not you fit their needs. And that is not a reflection on who you are as a person. It is a reflection on what they need in their life. And if that's not you, it's not you, babe. And it is what it is. It's honestly just a recipe to make sure that you have the best people in your life. And again, this does apply to yourself as well. What do you need to give to yourself in order for you to feel the most full and happy? And when you analyze the things in your life and you realize that there's things that don't make you feel full and happy, you have to be okay with letting things go and accepting that failure is just a point of learning. It has it is not negative. It's just a turning point for you. It's a push in the right direction for you. It just means you're a person that grows and learns and experiences things and is open-minded. And how fucking cool is that? I sure as shit don't want to be a person that is stagnant and isn't accepting or receiving of new beautiful things. The opportunity to become a better version of myself, the opportunity to develop into this person that I would absolutely love to be. You're not going to do that if you keep doing the same shit over and over again. And if you don't know what it is you need in order to become that person.
a lot of the time too this comes back to that concept that I was talking to you about before that we like to think that we know like I like to think that I know what my needs are and I don't actually take the time to sit with myself and figure out what they actually are. So if you are somebody that likes to journal or let's say you work better with drawing, sit down for a little bit of time and write down some things that you think that you need or draw some pictures that reflect actually, I was going to say draw some pictures that reflect your needs, but actually if you just take like time with a, a coloring book or a blank piece of paper, you don't have to do this like specific work that you're journaling your answers down. This applies to this prompt and literally anything else. If you just take some time with yourself to contemplate getting an adult coloring book or a blank piece of paper, like I said, and just drawing and coloring and thinking about it, like set the intention that while you're coloring, this is what you're going to think about and see where your mind goes. I actually like to do this when I work out and that started from me going on walks. I don't like to wear headphones because I'm scared I'm going to get fucking kidnapped and I'm not going to hear the napper coming up from behind me. (laughs) So I don't wear headphones when I walk outside. That carried over to me going to the gym. It's also because I lost my AirPods and I found one from a different set of AirPods. So I just like will use the one AirPod. But like it's stupid. So like I literally don't even listen to music while I work out and I take that time to think about things. Now is that time always intentional like I just told you guys to do? No. (laughs) But (laughs) when it is intentional, if I do take the time to say, okay, I'm going to try to nail down X today, I actually can come up with some pretty good things because my mind does wander so fucking hard. And issues, we're overthinkers. We're overthinkers over here. It's fine. (laughs) So utilize that to your advantage. Again, we don't want to suppress and push against the bullshit that we deal with within our own mentality. We want to lean into who we are and the things that we are already doing and just use it to our advantage. If you have the blessing of an overthinking mind, you have the blessing to come up with all of these fucking awesome ideas. Do you know how creative you are, Ishies, for being an overthinker? You can be so creative and come up with all of these shit-ass scenarios that could happen to you or ways people think about you or the way that life could turn out. You don't think you could fucking do that to benefit you? You're wrong, babe. You're wrong. So you just have to put the intention behind it and get a little bit more mental control. It's how you're going to build your mental strength by saying, okay, I'm going to focus on figuring out what my needs are so that when I'm in situations with either myself or other people, I can shape my own life to be what it is that I really want and I'm going to love myself more for it. Tomorrow, you're in for a doozy. (laughs) We both are. We both are because we're getting into how to stop yourself from spiraling. Spoiler alert, I might have said a little bit about how you do it in today's episode, but tune in for more on that tomorrow because I think it's a super kick-ass tactic coming from a person who is a 
dizzy fucking queen from spiraling so much in her life. So tune in for that tonight at midnight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast. Both of those are going to be on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok for more tiny versions of our talks like this at Sarah Rittendale. You can get your merch www.wellishpodcast.com check that out because it's super cute and i love it i'll talk to you issues tomorrow peace out